Rim protection is definitely a need for the Pelicans, and there are two centers who can give you that. But can you justify drafting either of them eighth overall? Let's break it down in the Tuesday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Tuesday. We're going to look at the centers in the NBA draft, Jalen Duran and Mark Williams. Should the Pelicans look at, even consider, either of them at eight? We'll break down, you know, what's to like about these guys, what what you don't really like. They're kind of similar, in my opinion. And then I got kind of a theory on centers in the top ten of the draft in this day and age. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, giving you the draft coverage that you want to hear and see. Breaking down all the big prospects, the potential names for the Pelicans at 8, giving you insight onto their mindset and how these guys might help the team. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show and leave a comment down below on YouTube. Do you think the Pelicans should even consider drafting a center? Top 10, top 8. And I'll let you know what I think in the third segment of today's show. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com, use promo code MBA, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. So let's start with Jalen Duran out of Memphis. This is a guy who's got some great physical tools. Six foot ten, a seven five wingspan, and he's young. He's the youngest player that's probably going to be drafted. He reclassified to get to Memphis a year early. He's not even 19. He won't even be 19 when the season starts. There, there's, there's serious things to consider with that, with a guy who's like kind of barely 18. He averaged 12 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, and most importantly, when we're talking about both these guys, 2.2 block shots per game. He's a shot blocker, pure and simple. You know, And that goes really beyond his length, his reach, that 7.5 wingspan and his height. Dude's bouncy, and he's pretty quick. He's really good at sliding and getting into position for blocks. And his leaping ability lets him get those shots that are trailing, you know, those swats from behind. Sometimes you kind of pin it against the backboard. They're kind of those highlight-esque plays. Those are really great things. And all kind of modern NBA shot blockers have that in their arsenal. And he definitely has it as well. So it's something, one of those traits that's like a trait within a trait, a dream within a dream, right? That is... Important, I think, when you look at trying to predict if a shot blocker in college is going to translate to the NBA. And he definitely has that. He also has the ability to close out. But look, he's not really going to do much defending out there on the perimeter. And he's strong in the paint on both ends. Offensively, he's a good interior scorer. He's a huge target, right? Means you can get him the ball pretty much always. You know, if you have guys who can't make entry passes, well, shoot, pass the ball over the top. And get it to a guy like him. And let him try and go to work. He sets picks fairly well. And then more importantly, he's kind of decisive on what he does after the screen is set. Knows when to roll and rolls hard to the rim. And he's also shown some playmaking in that roll, man. So he gets the ball, right? Then he gets halfway to the basket. And they call this the short roll. 
or even if you do the pick and roll below the line, it's kind of there too. So in the short roll situations, he can kind of play make for others. He's got kind of a good field of vision there and some good instincts and basketball IQ when it comes to, oh, there's a cutter or I need to get the ball out of my hands, things like that. And he's a very, very good rebounder, particularly on the offensive glass, as he should be with that size, right? So there's there's a number of things that you can look at with him and go, okay, he kind of fits, right? But he's a type of guy that's going to completely play play in the paint. He's a bad shooter. He's not even good at making free throws, right? And his game is entirely based on power, particularly for scoring. There's no touch or finesse. So if he gets stopped, he struggles. He doesn't have a back-to-the-basket post-up game or anything like that. So if he's going against NBA centers, NBA athletes, is he going to get stopped more than he did in college? Yeah. Is that going to be a concern? Probably. Now, that should get better over time, we think. But it probably limits what you can do with him early, early on with everything. And then one thing you kind of notice you know, with him is he definitely is hunting for blocked shots and he bites on pump fakes a little too much trying to go swat those things away and you know smart defend or smart offensive players can really take advantage of that with him and he gets he's not great off ball he's not bad off ball but he's not amazing at it as a as an off ball defender and off ball um on offense as well so he's a shot blocker that's what he is he's a shot blocker that can get you 10 points by scoring inside there's there's a place in the league for guys like that is he better than mark williams out of duke let's look at that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. All right, Pelicans fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. And look, you got a couple more games of this right now. It's super easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Not other players. Not people who do this professionally. Just you versus the numbers. You look at the numbers, above it or below it. It's that easy, and your entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Plus, they offer safe and fast withdrawals, and you get to use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. And they have a variety of options for you. Pretty much any prop you can think of. Point scores, rebounds, steals. You can even get in on other sports as well, right? You can get in on the on MMA, on MLB, soccer's going on too, whatever it might be, football when it's back in season. You can get in on all of that over at Prize Picks. So for a limited time, Prize Picks is an exclusive just offer you've got to take advantage of. You're going to get $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point, but you've got to use promo code MBA. That's right. It's an exclusive offer just for Locked On fans. Sign up today and use promo code NBA fifty dollars for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. Running a community mock draft right now, which we should have hopefully. I'm probably jinxing it by the end of the week, but it's been fun to see all the picks you're making. We're going to try and turn that into. We will turn that into a show. So continue making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every day as we get 
towards the draft here, covering the prospects you want to hear. Now, quick favor to ask. We've got a survey for you for Locked On listeners like you. It's going to help you make your favorite podcast even better, including Locked On Pelicans. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now. It's not going to take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of $1,000 Ticketmaster gift cards. So go take our audience survey. It's LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. All right. We are talking about the centers in the NBA draft. The Pelicans could take it eight overall. We just went over Jalen Duran from Memphis. Now let's look at Mark Williams of Duke. I actually like this guy more than Duran is. And that is, I think, somewhat against the grain here. But the more I watched him and the physical tools there, I just think he's there's a chance that he could be more multifaceted. And I think that's important. So similar similar numbers. 11 points per game, 7.1 rebounds, 2.8 blocks. He's 7 foot, so a little bit taller. And the wingspan, 7, seven freaking 7 wingspan. So two inches more. It's not the a huge deal at that point, but 7-7. Seven, seven. And he's a very good defender. They both are, right? He's a very good defender down low. And he's probably more fundamentally sound. You know, he's going to be immediately able to at least hang with any center in the league. He was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year last year. And we love those guys here in New Orleans, like Jose Alvarado. So he he's the type of guy that if you need to, you know, defend a center, he's going to definitely be able to do that. And he isn't lost entirely on the perimeter, though teams certainly are going to try and get him out of the paint, get him to switch on a guard and really try and take advantage of that because he's not going to win that battle you know, more often than not. But he at least doesn't look lost out there. He can still be something, you know, essentially effective at times, I think. And basically everything Jalen Duran does, he can do as well. They're, they're very similar in that regard, if not probably a little bit better. He's just a little bit older at over 20. And I think that could be a knock on him by some people who are kind of scouting this draft, right? Really good. He's got that trailing block. The wingspan allows him to recover well. He has exceptional basketball IQ, and you can see him knowing where to be defensively. And then on offense, it's pretty similar again, right? He, except he has better hands, I think. You're seeing him able to corral bad entry passes that normal centers probably just kind of ends up being a fumble. It's on the ground. All of a sudden, it's a turnover, and that's that, right? And he does work well off ball, seeing when to cut. And he's absolutely excellent coming out of the dunker spot right there to the left or the right of the basket. Knowing when to time those little curl cuts and things like that to be in the best position possible. And he's more of a lob threat, I think, in the pick and roll than Duran is. Except he's not a playmaker out of the pick and roll. This is purely a finisher. And if you get him the ball down low, he does not have that playmaking to... Hope that you kind of get the ball out of there. There's a little bit of ball stoppingness to him. But he has some potential to have a perimeter game. Maybe. Maybe not. It's too small of a sample size to really try and look at. But he made close to 75% of his perimeter shots this past season on nine attempts total. But he did shoot well from the free throw line. 74.6% in his form looks good. Plus, he's also an excellent rebounder, offensively and defensively. And one thing I noticed from him is he's very quick with outlet passes after a defensive board. You know, those things Kevin Love was known for, those quick passes that get the team into transition right away. He 
shows some flashes of that, or at least just gets the ball out of his hands to a guard who can then kind of go. It might not be a flashy pass like way down the court or anything like that, but at least he knows I shouldn't have the ball here. But he's a finisher, a finisher. A lob threat, a pick-and-roll lob threat. You get him the ball, again, I don't know if it's coming back out. That stuff kind of worries me, right? Again, he's one-dimensional right now, two-dimensional. He's going to give you 10 points scoring inside, and he can be an impactful defender. That's it. That's useful. There, there's spots for players like that. But I cannot justify drafting one of those guys in the top 10. And let me explain why coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. I'm, I'm on the road right now, and I literally packed them in like a little case that Built Bar sent me to have with me so that I always have something on the go. And so if you love chewy, chocolatey brownies, what about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? It's so good. So what if I told you you can have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? Well, you're in luck because the caramel brownie bars are available at Built.com right now. And you got to act fast because they're a fan favorite. Once they're gone, I don't know when they're going to be coming back. So forget about dessert. These are even better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with Built's caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat. And the best part, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Absolutely for real so you don't need to sacrifice taste for health. You can have both. And all of Bill's bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of additional health benefits. So there's a million reasons you should try Bilt Bars. For now, though, let's just say that the caramel brownie is going to rock your world, and that's not an understatement. So go to Bilt.com right now to get your box of the caramel brownie bars right now. Go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Bilt.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're free Monday through Friday. Every day we are here, whether I'm on the road, whether I'm at home, Whatever it is, in the morning, we're right here for you. Or if you listen early when I drop the shows on YouTube at night, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star review with a comment. You can do it on Spotify now. Please leave a comment below down on YouTube. That's the number one thing you can do if you want to help the show. I've had some people ask if there's like a Patreon or anything like that, right? Can they send money? I'm not ever going to ask or make you do all of that. Just leave a comment on YouTube instead, and I'm going to be just as happy. All right, so today we are talking about the centers available to the Pelicans in the NBA draft. Is it worth drafting a guy in the top 10? Is it worth drafting a guy in the top 14, the lottery? And I'm not sure. I think there's a place for guys like this in the league. There's absolutely a place for one-dimensional shot blockers in the league. I just don't think you draft them high. Nor do I think you should pay them a lot of money, right? These are the type of guys that you can find kind of cheap. If you go back and look at the scouting profile for Nerlens Noel, who's drafted six overall technically by the Pelicans, right? And that Drew Holiday trade, it's probably going to look very similar to Duran and Williams here. And how did his career go? Not the way he had hoped, but was it ever going to be that amazing? Or are these guys just kind of you know, men out of place in the modern NBA. 
overall if you want to make a lot of money or be kind of the center center point of a team, right? It's a league that's trending and already shoots a ton of threes and it looks for skilled wing play. Based on that alone, I can't justify taking either of these two guys over some of the other options available at eight. And you've got to look at it from a limiting your team building perspective. And there's two ways to look at this. Let's start with Rudy Gobert here. Can this? Can the the Jazz want to trade him? The Jazz want to trade him, but can they? Does any team want that dude who is an elite shot blocker? Right, multiple time, you know, defensive NBA Defensive Player of the Year. But he's making over averaging over forty million dollars in the next three seasons, and no team wants that because if you're committing that much money to a guy who does one thing well, which is anchor your defense and block shots. It limits you in everywhere else where you need to spend your assets. So your cap space is an asset. And if you're using 40 million of it on a guy like Gobert, that's money you can't spend on, say, a Brandon Ingram or another uh, playmaking wing or a guard or a shooter. It limits you from a team building perspective. Does that make sense? Same thing in the draft. Drafting a one-dimensional guy whose impacts, yes, are there, but not as great as others, limits you from a team-building perspective. You take some, uh, uh, one of these centers here, you can't then dr- also draft a playmaking wing at eight because you've used your pick. You know, it takes up a roster spot. It's one of those things that also, even if it's different than the money, limits you from a team-building perspective. And you can go out and find guys like Nerlens Noel for cheap, right? Both of these guys are also interior scores. They aren't upgrades right now over Jonas Valanciunas. Not even close to it in that regard. I also think Valanciunas' defense was very underrated last season. You know, you can point to other attributes they have and maybe could grow into, right? But what are the chances of that happening you know, look at Jackson Hayes, right, in his development. Some flashes here or there, but you picked him on potential being a high-flying rim runner and then growing other parts of his game, like defense. Okay, well, that hasn't happened. I worry about that with these guys. I see what they are. Tell me where else they are going to grow and what else they are going to do other than give you 10 points on the interior and block some shots. I'll wait. Because I don't think they, there really is anywhere else for them to go. Again, there's a need for those guys. The Charlotte Hornets should probably consider trying to draft one of them with the two picks they have in the first round. But other than that, no. San Antonio would be, in my opinion, foolish to draft one of them. And they kind of have a need for a center. And in the, I'll give you a spoiler here. In the community draft that we did, um, San Antonio took Durant. So, I don't know. I, I think that is a foolish way to build a team when there's other options available that are more important positions and more important to your team building and what they unlock for you further down the line. And because of that, and because of Valanciunas, right, on, on the team, I can't justify either of these two guys with the 8th pick. 20? Yeah, you, I, I'd take them there in a second. 8? Not a chance. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments down below. 
on YouTube? Or did I make such a compelling argument on it? All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with y'all tomorrow. Um... I'm not sure who we're going to look at yet, but we'll do one of the names that you've all been asking for. I don't know, maybe a certain player out of Kansas could be one as well. Actually, that's probably what we're going to end up doing. All right, I'll see you all then.